how do you become a statistician? You start out maybe thinking you're going to study one thing and then you end up studying something else. Today we're going to talk on our Stats and Short Stories episode with Yoav Benjamini, the Carl Pearson Prize winner this year for his work on false discovery rates and, and other outstanding contributions. I'm John Baylor. I am chair of the Department of Statistics at Miami University, and I'm one of the, the panelists on the Stats and Stories podcast. I'm joined by other panelists, Rosemary Pennington and Richard Campbell from the Departments of Media, Journalism, and Film. Uh, we also have joining us remotely Yoav Benjamini. He's going the Nathan and Lily Silver Professor of Applied Statistics at Tel Aviv University. Uh, he was going to be uh, an urban planner and do operations research, but but then he saw the light. He, he was <laughs> he, he he became engaged and called to a career in statistics. So Yoav, thank you for joining us, and can you tell us a little bit about what led you to to this career in statistics? That's great. Well, you start urban planning was already the middle of my travel to statistics ah. because I started it with physics and mathematics, always contemplating to um, maybe instead do architecture. <laughs> um, and so I finished uh, my BA with physics and mathematics and, uh, and then came an outside event and this was the 73 year war in Israel. I was enlisted as a reserve uh, for more than half a year into the army, uh, lost half a year. Uh, and then uh, mathematics opened a special semester for the people who were enlisted. So I said, okay, I'll do a master in mathematics and continue the contemplation later on. I finished my master in game theory with uh, the Nobel laureate, Professor Aumann. Um, uh, spending two years proving uniqueness and existence of some <laughs> solution. Okay. So at the end of this, I decided that's not what I'm going to do in the future. And <laughs> thought going back to the, my original idea of architecture, but now with mathematics, well, be able to operation research with urban planning is one of the things. Where do you study such a thing? I said, well, there are maybe three universities uh, uh, I heard that Princeton is very flexible in allowing in the statistics departments. Uh, so I went, uh, and since both me and my wife uh, wanted to do a PhD degree, uh, we went and Princeton allowed that, we went to Princeton. And then uh, arriving at Princeton, I took courses in urban planning and so on, and then took a course, a famous 411 course from John Tukey. I knew Tukey from my math education. There is a Tukey's lemma, which is equivalent to the lemma of choice, the, uh, the lemma of choice, very fundamental result. And in the first class, uh, John stands at the board and starts to talk about results from papers and says, well, you know how to judge whether it's, uh, what is the distribution of the numbers? And we said, uh, no, and said, so you do it, stem and leaf. And then I see this, and you don't know what stem and lift, and you start to get numbers from us and draws on the board stem and lift. And then he does a book book, and I realized that this great mathematician finds interest in making these plots on the board. <laughs> <laughs> and he finds them very important. He was talking about exploratory uh, data analysis and so on, and that caught me. I mean, my interest in that, I was also working as a um, 
meteorological data. And that really captured me uh, and uh, changed my career into becoming a statistician uh, and being interested in very much in applied statistics. Mm -hmm. Interestingly, though, uh, I didn't work with uh, John Tukey on my thesis. Mm-hmm. I worked with uh, Peter Bloomfield, and it wasn't on multiple comparison at all. But I did study from him this. Uh, this uh, it, it was a, a special privilege to, to, to be a student of uh, John Tukey. He did read my thesis, which was on the T-test, mm-hmm. uh, and its conservativeness. Uh, but really taking uh, this, uh, actually three courses from him was... Uh, was really a special experience and something that uh, brings you into statistics. I mean, captures you into statistics. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've learned from doing this podcast is the one common thread that sort of ties journalists and statisticians together is that we're, we tend to be more generalist. We're expected to know a lot about a lot of different things. And you certainly uh, are an example of that. Do you have an area of research that's particularly interesting to you right now as you sort of pick and choose? You've talked a lot about your work and the use of your work in astronomy and drug research and genome. Is there an area that's most interesting to you now? Well, it has been for the last 20 years, I had a very close collaboration with uh, Ilan Golani a zoologist at Tel Aviv University, and we were exploring exploratory behavior by rats, mice, and so on. Uh, It started when uh, he came for consulting, uh, arguing that uh, rats can count till eight, (laughs) and they wanted us as statisticians to prove it. Okay. (laughs) That brought me into deep looking into what he is doing. And it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is an example, uh, for those of you who know, it is a wonderful example of a uniform distribution with upper bound, which has to be estimated, something we teach and never have a good example of. <laughs> uh, this work has, has brought us to, uh, to really uh, publish uh, major, major papers. I think our joint papers are one of the most cited papers in animal phenotyping. I've given uh, talks in that area mm-hmm. um, and uh, even have patents in this area because we've oh, uh, wow. unveil- unveiled a, a structure, a very deep structure in exploratory behavior of starting from a home base, going out, returning, increasing the size, everything done computationally, measurable. And now, these days, we're taking it to a new a new place, doing similar experiments with um, babies, human babies, at the age of crawling. And we see the same type of behavior in normal, uh, in normal uh, babies, and we don't see it in babies which have a prodrome of uh, developmental problems such as mm-hmm. autism and others. So mm-hmm. this whole area wow. of research that has been going on for 25 years, I think a, a third of my publications are in mm-hmm. this area. And there's so much joy for working in such applied area and bringing out statistical um, methodologies and developing the methodologies from mm-hmm. there. 
Well, that's that's outstanding. I mean, you know, you've had such tremendous impact that it's been been great. Well, and I'm afraid that's that's all the time we have for this episode of Stats and Short Stories. Yoav, thanks for being here. You are most welcome. It's been a pleasure to talk with you. Oh, it's been a, a true honor and a pleasure for us. Yes. Stats and Stories is a partnership between Miami University's Departments of Statistics and Media Journalism and Film and the American Statistical Association. You can follow us on Twitter, Apple Podcasts, or other places where you can find podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts on our program, send your email to statsandstories at miamioh.edu or check us out at statsandstories.net and be sure to listen for future editions of Stats and Stories where we explore the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics.